Welcome to the Charosteca podcast where we believe our families didn't come this far for us to just come this far. My name is Francisco and I'm here with my co-host Conrado Bautista. Bro, I think this podcast <laughs> you kind of teared up a couple of times. Yeah, try not to, but it's hard, you know, it's hard to hold back a little bit. There's there's a couple of people that you think about when it comes to basketball, right? right. And they're the legends, you know, Jordan, Kobe, think about baseball and you start thinking about these big NFL whatever it is business this guy is an icon not even a legend anymore I know, you dude. know but this podcast is not about just talking about him it's not about oh remember that three-pointer I wanted to go deeper than just the icon the right. legend the purple and gold the highlights the highlight reels right. right right what I really wanted to get to was the mentality right Because if you look at that number 24, that number eight, and you don't have to be a basketball fan, but if you see him, I would prefer for you to take away a lesson. Right. And he has the Mamba mentality, right? And we're breaking down the Mamba mentality in 10 lessons that I scoured the internet for fucking two, three weeks. And what did you think? Dude, honestly... If you don't know what Mamba mentality is, this is the right podcast, this is the right episode. And a lot of the times, people don't even know why Mamba mentality. They don't get it. The Black Mamba is one of the most deadliest, actually, he's the deadliest snake, more, way more than the King Cobra, right? And that was his nickname, Kobe Bryant's nickname, because of the way he was so deadly. I mean, the guy was very, very good at what he did, right? And the reason why is because of his mentality. It all starts in the mind. Everything starts with a thought. And here, we literally break down the mama mentality for you in 10 easy steps. Not we, but we actually broke it down. And you're going to hear it from Kobe. You're going to hear it directly from him. We're going to give our two cents. We're going to give our you know, our opinion on why it should work and why every it applies to everything. And you're going to yeah. find out in a little bit. Yeah, and, and, and the main thing with this, I didn't want it to be us having a conversation about him. I wanted uh, it to come from directly from, from him. him. Yep, yep. And... And these are the 10 things like, and I want you guys to listen to thinking about that. It's not an extraterrestrial <laughs> and it's only the Jordans, the Kobe's, the few or the chosen uh, ones, the few chosen nah, ones. Dude. It, it, it's, it's to the common Joe. The regular. This is the common, the Mamba <laughs> mentality is something that we could all apply Anyone. in any version of your life and either it's health or business or in your job sales or or academically in college whatever it is that you right now this mamba mentality is something that you could apply and of course it's kind of hard to do all 10 in one single shot yeah yeah of course but find out which one is your favorite and i want you guys to comment leave us a review with which one is your favorite i would love to Conrad tell which one is his favorite and I will share which one is mine. But before we go into the podcast, can you give a shout out to the review of the week? For sure, for sure. Um, right before I get into that, let me just remind you folks, we're also on YouTube. The beauty about YouTube, unlike the podcast for iTunes, you could leave comments. Yeah. So every episode, you have a section for comments. Go ahead and put a comment in there. Uh, like what Paco said, just give us your favorite one and why. Uh, we we do read them. We are on it. We do reply. 
So check us out. Subscribe if you haven't yet. Um, I'm so glad I have Conrad because <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for Conrad, it's como I walk out without my fucking underwear and without socks. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we're going to talk about the fucking YouTube channel and we're going to talk about the Charosteca podcast uh, Instagram page and we and I fucking totally forget. You see, I'm like that little win. If you feel a little wind blowing somewhere, you know you're not wearing underwear. So I'm not blowing <laughs> I, I, I'm, everybody needs a combat in this yeah, like, you have to you have to but okay going to the review the title is Animo Gente it comes from Big Fonzie this podcast is amazing it's truly the beginning of something larger it connects so many of us on a similar level the topics cover from mental health to goals and dreams even music let alone so much information to learn things we didn't know Paco and Conrad you guys have begun a fire under many of us I see the struggles of our families face. Nosotros somos de Zacatecas. My grandfather works many years and always pushed my family forward. I see the struggles my parents have faced and motivated me to be better. And now, as a father, I do it all for my son. Our culture is beautiful. He said, so many, um, it's a, I'll take that back. Our culture is a beautiful thing. So much to learn and hold on to in order to assure our traditions don't die. Igual Conrad's advice on investment property so much, I wish I knew when I bought my first home. It's okay, because now we know, and we know there is support and help. Gracias a ustedes, it is no longer a I don't know. Now I approach with I don't know yet. Uh, oh, that's good. Awesome. Which grants me the opportunity to learn something new. So much I want to say, but so much to cover. You guys are outstanding. Ánimo al 100%. Viva Zacatecas. Viva Mexico. Viva Charrosteca Parca. Sí, señor. You guys, Damn, you guys don't understand that every single review is gasoline. Oh, man. For me and Conrad. Like, dude, every single time I read your review... I fucking screenshot it to Conrado and like, on. fuck, I want to sí, do a podcast like right now. Sí, huevo. Yeah, this is like, fuck yeah, I can't wait to turn the microphone on. You know, I, I personally been in touch with Big Fonzi. Uh, dude, I mean, he, he could, I mean, he attest if he was to have a chance to be on the microphone. Him and I have gone back, dude. Um, again, he mentioned there on, on the review, only if he knew. Pero sabes que, you know now. And I gave him some tips on how to get a second a third a fourth property si se puede dude you know that chant that we always say si se puede there's ways to do it and now he reached out to me if he would have never we would have never light up the little fire underneath nunca he would have been stuck thinking that's it i can't buy anything else i'm gonna settle for whatever house i have yeah i'm gonna get that no dude this is the beginning of many more things como el dijo he mentioned three generations actually sorry four he mentioned his grandpa there's different struggles the parents, his struggle now as a parent, imagine that the fourth generation, we're paving the way, dude, for our kids. So they have it easier. Ellos van a heredar. They're going to have a little shortcut. Not a shortcut, a little head start. It won't be as hard as what, how we had it, Paquito. Yeah. And, dude, if we could do that for each other, ayudar a each other en lo que podemos. We get satisfaction no? from dude, that. There's, I love more, it. I love there's it. more than the shell, the external, the the business, the money, the whatever. They're deep down from a human being, there's this deep inner peace from from helping somebody. Honestly, yes. And yes. I think that's the best reward that when I got my keys or when I get the fucking monthly rents or when I get stuff yep. like that, it's more like a transaction. Sí. But when I could actually help somebody and I get that review, Damn. 
my heart gets warm. Yep. I'm like, oh shit, that made my day, that made my week. Mm -hmm. So you do not, the people listening, you do not know how much it matters to me and Conrado that you give us that review yep. because that's how we know we're doing something good. And dude, man, like, Catching on, yeah. That's all I can say. Like, that's well, let's get sick. to this podcast, dude. Let's not wait. Let us know which ones from the ten lessons that we scrubbed out from the mama mentality. Let us know which one's your favorite. And one more thing, right before, remember the little win. <laughs> I, <laughs> on Instagram, if you haven't yet, please do so. We have, of course, a Charrosteca Instagram page, which is our culture, pictures, our products, all that good stuff. But now we have a specific page just for podcasts where we're going to talk about future podcast events, maybe a new challenge that's coming. We're going to come up with some good ideas. Uh, future interviews, también, celebrities well, that, are coming. If you want direct access to us, we'll be through the Instagram. comments on YouTube and the... And the, and the And the, and the Instagram page. Yep. Like, it makes it... And if you are listening to a podcast, dude, share it on your stories. Yeah, dude. 100% right. guarantee we're going to share it and give you a shout out through there. Si, señor. Thank you, guys. Andale. Conrado, so it's almost been a month since a tragedy happened. And I know, I know one Laker fan... One Dodger fan, one LA fan, more than fucking, you know, and something happened. And I didn't want to really bring a podcast so freaking quick just because everybody's putting, putting pray, uh, pray hand emojis and, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, sure, I, I, I don't want to honor someone as great as him just by, like, we prayed for him, but not through social media. Right. This is how I want to honor him. This is why. This is how I want to honor him with the podcast of specifically of the Mamba mentality and what I got off of it, what you got off of, it, like what you, what his mindset has left us. Because even though in the physical realm he's not here, right? He's more than just a basketball player. Oh, he's more than just a symbol that wore number eight and number 24. But there's, they say that each person is like a candle, right? And how many candles can you turn on? Uh, This person wasn't even a fucking candle. <laughs> This fucker a was a torch. A torch. <laughs> That's oh. how much he was, you know? Yes, yes. And what I want to is honor him, not just us talking about it, but in his own words, break down the mamba mentality. Yeah. I fucking scoured for two Three weeks almost ever yep, since, you yep, know, I scoured the internet for at least top 10 lessons. So I was just watching and listening to, to Kobe interviews. And I was like, you know what? These are the top 10 things that I learned from him. But take it away, man. Like you're the, I know it hit you hard. Because when, when I saw you on social media, I like, you know, I, I really never, ever get sad over celebrity passing. Um, I really don't. I mean, the last person, I can't even name a person. I mean, I, I come on, Jenny Rivera, I heard, oh, she passed away, you know, rest in peace. Yeah. I feel bad, like, for the parents, the brothers, whoever's left behind the kids. But it doesn't get to me. And I'm not going to lie, bro. When I found out that Sunday morning, uh, that Kobe had passed, like, yo primero, you know, TMC put it out there. 
And then I was looking for a social media. It was everywhere, but no one had really confirmed. Nobody like Fox or ABC, CNN, nobody had confirmed. And my daughter comes up to me. Hey, dad, did you hear the news? No, I want you to get off social media. I got bothered, bro. Like, me enojé tanto. Like, how do people hoax and, you know, how they mess around all the time with deaths? I'm thinking they're me messing around again. They're making up Kobe's death. I got offended, dude. I was like, no. And I even told my daughter, get off of your phone. Don't don't be on social media. Apaga esa madre. Así le dije. Because I don't want to hear it. And I was like, but dad, look, it's been confirmed. TMZ. Well, they hacked into the website. I, I, I didn't want to believe it, bro. So finally, when they finally officially announced it, ahora sí, ya confirmado with the nine passengers on board. Oh, bro, hey, fuck, it hurt. I'm not kidding. I shed a tear. Like, I never do this shit. Unless it's a family member, unless it's like a really beloved friend or somebody I admire, a mentor, or anybody who I was close to me, I've actually met. Kobe Bryant, I've never met in person. I grew up watching that guy. I know about the Mamba mentality when it comes to business. Now, as a father, I'm a father of mostly girls, right? Tengo cuatro niñas, yo también. So you could relate. Oh, big time, dude. I love my wife the way he loved his wife. Um, like, I could relate in a lot of different aspects. And it's weird because you're right. There's been big time celebrities, Michael Jackson, that oh, I yeah, can remember dude. that died, Jenny Rivera. There's been people There's that been. have passed away. And even accidents, like stuff that you can't like predict. But I have never seen the how the young ones say shook, <laughs> like See? and everywhere like Dude. people like emotionally shook. Dude. Like I mean that in the world, bro. Like, like and from all races. Yes, like there's fucking yes. people playing mariachi at the Staples yes, Center, honoring. Dude. Like all the murals that have been popping oh, up here God. in LA. But it's not even in LA. We feel it here. But oh, I think dude. media wise, I think they felt it even to fucking England. Fucking Neymar dude. is fucking honoring Brazilian. him in fucking France and over especially there. Especially in China, Damien. So was, so oh, so this dude. is so this is why I wanted to bring because the we're gonna die, right? The yep. physical being. Yep. And, and the most important thing that I say is the internet just amplifies who you are. Correct. And what are you leaving behind? Those fucking stupid ass selfies with your ass showing because eventually <laughs> your grandson and oh your great God, granddaughter bro. and your great great granddaughter, you're putting that shit out, right? See. What are you really leaving behind? <laughs> and this guy, this man, of course, apart from leaving behind wife and, and, and daughters, this there's a saying that say that each human being, the, the candle, right? right? And this guy wasn't a fucking candle inspiring other people's flame. This guy was a fucking torch. Dude. And the torch that he left behind is the mentality. Yep, yep. And the mentality he left behind has a name. Oh, the mambo God. mentality. Yep. And... And I really wanted to break that part down okay. because I want to break down the mentality mentality that he left behind because it's not something that is, oh, my God, only the few could actually accomplish it. And I scoured the Internet for these 10 lessons. And I really want people to be like, you know what, if you want to honor Kobe, if you really do want to honor Kobe or if you want to honor your dad or if you want to honor, uh, honor your ancestors that ha are not here with us anymore, like do it with your actions. Correct. Right. Do it while you're still alive and honor them in a way that is going to make somebody like them proud. So when it comes to Kobe, I wasn't a Laker fan and I'm, I wasn't a Kobe fan. 
but I respected what he did. And I respected him even more what he accomplished after basketball. Right. Because he fucking, he was the role model of being a dad. Yeah. Right? Yep. And that it's not just basketball because the fucker won an Oscar after Dude. that. Right? <laughs> right. So look it, man. So let's get, let's get down to it. So the first lesson that I got from the Mamba mentality and from Kobe specifically, and I think it's the foundation from the mentality is to outwork everyone. Yes, sir. And let and not let not don't let me speak for Kobe. Let Kobe speak for Kobe. Nice. For a long way. I, I, the one moment that stands out out of we've done I don't know how many done we've done what eight hundred events. Mm -hmm. The one time was four a.m. We yeah. went out to practice at four a.m. And that was your idea to do it. But and I mean, then you know all these Nike people are like, no, 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 no. Let's not let's not do that. And then you're like, let's do it at 4 a.m. So you got security, you got brand marketing, sports marketing going, no, 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 let's not do it. You're like, let's do it because that's your sustenance, right? I mean, it, it, to me, it just makes complete sense. Not to us. But I don't, like, <laughs> okay, so. See, we, all right. what you, usually I'm sleeping at 4 a.m. You're, yeah. you're working out. So well, talk about that. Okay, so if, if, if your job is to try to be the best basketball player you can be, mm -hmm. right? To do that, you have to practice, you have to train. Right? You want to train as much as you can, as often as you can. So if you get up at 10 in the morning, train at 11, right? 12, say 12, train at 12, train for two hours, 12 to 2. Um, you have to let your body recover, so you eat, recover, whatever. You get back out, you train, start training again at 6. Train from 6 to 8, right? And now you go home, you shower, you eat dinner, you go to bed, you wake up, you do it again, right? Those are two sessions, right? Now imagine you wake up at 3, you train at 4, you go 4 to 6, Come home, breakfast, relax, so so blah, blah, blah. Now you're back at it again, nine to eleven, right? You relax, and now all of a sudden you're back at it again, two to four, and now you're back at it again, you know, seven to nine. Look how much more training I have done by simply starting at four, right? And so now you do that, and as the years go on, the separation that you have with your competitors and your peers just grows larger and larger and larger and larger and larger, and by year five or six doesn't matter how, what kind of work they do in the summer, they're never gonna catch up because they're five years behind, <laughs> right? So it makes sense to get up and start your day early because you can get more work in. Is that genetic? Or is that something you, you ingrained and trained yourself? No, it was Who just- taught you that? For me, it was just, it was just common sense. Like, I can, I can, if I start earlier, I can train more hours. And I know the other guys aren't doing it because I know what their training schedule is, right? So I know if I do this consistently over time, it's, the gap's just going to widen and widen and widen and widen and widen, and they won't be able to get that back. Mm -hmm. So it, to me, it was just common sense. I'm like thinking, how can I get an advantage? Oh, start earlier. Yeah, let's do that. How do you develop that, or where do you where do you learn that from? Well, I, I think it's just you know, it's just a matter of what's important to you, mm -hmm. and what's important to you for for whatever reason. You know, I, I felt like um, I didn't feel good about myself if I wasn't doing everything I could to be the best version of myself. Mm -hmm. If I felt like I left anything on the table, um, it would eat away at me. I wouldn't be able to look myself in the mirror. Right? So the reason why I can retire now and be completely comfortable about it because I know that I've done everything I could to be the best basketball player I could be. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's where it comes from for me. You can't leave any stone unturned. Wow. Bro, so, so what do you think? So, so that's the foundation yeah. that 
that it is mm-hmm. that it's not working. So what are some of the points that kind of caught your attention there? I take away when they ask them why, right? It's, again, we, we've talked about this, Paco, the why. You have to ask yourself why. What pushes you? Why? Why do you do this? Because otherwise he won't be content looking in the mirror. He won't be okay or just he's not a mediocre type of guy where he's going to be like, you know what, I did okay today. No. Yeah, either he goes all the way or, or doesn't go at all, you know. Then that's that's the mentality that he had where they asked him, is it genetic? No, nah, dude. It's not engraved in your DNA. It's you. It's integrity. It comes down to, okay, am I setting myself short? Can I do better? You know, and why? Why? Because I want to be the best I could. And, and sick, dude. You hear the guy that's kind of so surprised, like kind of <laughs> like, like you, like it's kind of like you're asking an alien, kind of like where did you come from? <laughs> right, right. And you kind of hear it back a couple of times in this piece where Kobe's just like, ah, it's just it is like yep, it just yep. makes sense. It's yep. common sense for him. Common sense. Yeah. Where did you learn that? Yeah, and and for him, for and I think that's a good representation of that guy being ninety eight percent of the oh. freaking people in the world, yep. and the two percent is being like Kobe because two percent. There's no fucking coincidence <laughs> why ninety eight percent of the fucking money is controlled by two percent of the people isn't that nuts dude? you know what i don't feel that that like i think that's a good analogy of how simple success can be mm-hmm. and not just applying it for basketball but in your academics or your business or your job or your parenting relationship anything, yeah. it just has to make sense it's simple yep, he even yep. said it if i wake up earlier i could work fucking three times instead of two times. Right. And we spoke about this in the in the in the podcast before where it starts with the penny. Correct. Correct. And you might say, "Oh, I'm just going to work out three times instead of two times." And but gradually the compounding interest of that workout in 5 years is going to be a fucking a gap. Huge gaps. Between, but people yeah. want it today and that's the know. thing that people are not willing first of all to wake up at four in the morning, right? <laughs> you know, people are sleeping at four in the morning, yep. you know, and he even said it, it all comes down to what's important to you. That's right. That's because if it, because if watching Netflix is important to you, <laughs> you know, watching that fucking show you're watching, <laughs> if, if Friday, bestiar, like you say, <laughs> the little sound, if that's important to you, are you going to wake up at four in the morning? Pues no, you're like, fuck that. <laughs> right? And a lot of people might say, oh, it's important for me to make money. No, no it's dude. not. It's kind of important, but it's not the most yeah. important because if making money was important to you, you either will fucking kill it at your job, you yep. will kill it in your business, or yep. you will fucking go find another job. Yep. You know, if, if, if your degree was important, then you will fucking kick ass and you will fucking tell everybody, it's like, hey, you know what? Thank you for calling, but... Hey, I'm gonna fucking hang up and uh, fucking call me back in six months when I fucking get my when I finish this fucking class after finals. But no, what do people do? They succumb, you know, yeah. because it's not <laughs> as important. Going partying is more important. See, I don't. I never understood that. What the fuck are you celebrating? You know, que tanto celebran? You know, like, dude, if you be out grinding and hustling, you wouldn't have time for that. And, and for me, and, and for me, I, I get it. I don't post much on my personal. I think the last time I posted was in August, and then before <laughs> that was fucking July, or that's it. But I love when I see my competition 
partying and going out. Nice. Because I know that I'm working <laughs> while you're... <laughs> I know I'm perfecting my craft. I know I'm trying to get my business better. I know that I'm doing an extra push-up than you. Nice. I know that I'm reading an extra page than you. Uh, I know that I'm fucking meditating an extra second than you. And it might not look like a big difference now just because I might be in my 20s or in my 30s. Right. But just wait till you're in the your 40s or your effect. 50s. And that same compounding effect, like he said, I'm going to work. That shit could work on your against you instead of for you that's true and just imagine all those netflixes just imagine all those beers just imagine <laughs> what the compounding effect of that could be in 10 or 20 years Dude. because it fucking sucks because a lot of us i kind of this goes into the second lesson that i that a lot of us are making our decisions on how it feels mm -hmm. and how it might look today and this day but right. we don't see how that decision could affect us. Long Not even a week, bro. Like, I think people make decisions doing them thinking about a week from now. Maybe right. even a year from now. But just think about those decisions that you're making right now that you think they're so insignificant that they don't matter 10 years from now. And I don't think a lot of people are making decisions thinking of what is going to affect them 10 years from no, now. No, they don't worry about that, no. That's true. Right? So this goes into the second lesson I got from him, which is be a long-term thinker I, mean. I had a summer where i played basketball when i was like 10 or 11 years old in a very prominent summer league in philadelphia called the sunny hill league where my father played my uncle played and they were like all-time greats yeah. and all stuff and will chamberlain played in the league you know uh, earl of pro monroe played in the league and here i come playing and i don't score one point the entire summer really not one how old were you 11 10 11 and you're playing against other 10 11 year olds uh -huh. or and you didn't score once? Not one. Were you in the game? I was in the game. How'd you not score? Because I was terrible. Really? <laughs> yeah. That At happened. 10, 11 years old, you were that terrible. Awful. I mean, I, you know, and I had these big knee pads on because I was no. growing really <laughs> fast. And I had socks all the way up here and I had like the high top skinny, face, yeah. like skinny as hell. And I scored not a free throw, not a nothing, not a lucky shot, not a breakaway layup, zero points. Is that when you think the mentality of hard work started to come in for you at that age when you yeah. failed so miserably, I guess, that summer? I think that's when the idea of understanding a long-term view became important because I wasn't gonna catch these kids in a week. I wasn't gonna catch them in a year, right? So that's when I sat down and said, okay, this is gonna take some thought, right? Mm -hmm. What do I wanna work on first? All right, shooting, all right, let's knock this out. Let's focus on this half a year, six months, do nothing but shoot, all right? After that, all right, creating your own shot, and then you focus, so you start, I started creating a menu of things. Mm. When I came back the next summer, I was a little bit better, right? And a I menu being like, I've got my jump shot from 15, I've got my Yeah, I got my jump away, shot from got 15, my... I got my three-point shot, like just open shots, not miss open shots, right? right. And be able to shoot it with speed, because those kids are so much more athletic. Yeah. And then the next summer I came back, I was a little better. And the summer came back. You scored. Next summer, it was a little better. I scored. Yeah, you know, it wasn't much, right. but I scored. And this you know? is 12, 13. 12, 13. And then 14 came around, back half of 13, 14 uh, years old. And then I was just killing everyone. And it happened in two years. And I wasn't expecting it to happen in two years, but it did. Because what I had to do was work on the basics and the fundamentals. Well, they relied on their athleticism mm. and their natural ability. And because I stick to the fundamentals, it just caught up to them. And then my body, you know, my knees stopped hurting. I grew into my frame. And, and then your athleticism, once you have the fundamentals, exactly. the hard work, the mindset, 
and you tack on the athleticism. Exactly. Then, 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 then it was game over. Right? Wow. <laughs> so from 13, you're good, average still? I was, I was good. I was good. good. And then about, about the, like the end of my third, like right when I was turning 14, I became the best player in the state. At 14? At 14. So from 12 to 14, you went from scoring zero to being the best in the yep. state of all ages. Yep. You see, again, that goes back to saying, oh, he's lucky. He's born with those abilities. Oh, míralo. He has that body. That's why he could do what he could. No, bro. You heard him. Zero points. Zero points the first summer. Most kids, including myself, I probably would have been like, fuck basketball. Let me go try baseball now. <laughs> yeah. Right? And I think a lot of people are like that. I think that's a perfect <laughs> lesson there where he said, you know what? I'm going through this pain because I didn't score a damn fucking point. 98% of people will fucking take that and be like, you know what? Basketball's not for me. Not for me. I'm not talented. Andale. The fucking myth. The fucking the myth <laughs> yeah. of fucking talent. And I, and I hate people that are like that. That are like, you know what? You're just a great... Como dicen, tú tienes buen, ver, buen verbo. You know? <laughs> right, Have you ever right. heard of that? Oh, all the time. <laughs> like, oh, que te I'm like, you know what? It's not like that. No. That is actually working on the craft from ABCs, from the one, two, threes. Yep. If you could narrow those things down in whatever your craft is, if if you're a salesperson, if you're a parent, if you're in your job, whatever it is, you will always fall back in your fun fundamentals, which is what he worked. Yes. There's a story of him that when he when he was around that age, literally he would get cramps at in his hand because he would fall asleep dribbling the ball. Oh, wow. What little kid at 11 or 12 wants to dribble ball? They want to dunk. They want to fucking go for the, you know, the three-pointers. Mm -hmm. He was literally working on fundamentals. Like, wow. I'm going to dribble the ball for hours and hours and hours until I get a fucking cramp and until I fall asleep, going to sleep like that. A lot Man. of us don't want to work on the fundamentals. Don't want to fucking read a book. We don't want to train our mind. We don't want to go to a fucking seminar or a webinar or we don't want to want to listen because our ego tells us that we already know how to fucking yeah. walk. Do you know what? <laughs> Just teach me how to fucking dunk. Yep. Yep. But look at what happened with him. It's like, you know what? I'm just going to work on the um, on my 15-footer, on my three-pointer. Yep. And the that's menu. What I, I love that when he used that word. And the thing is that you might be thinking, but I want it now. And if you're thinking that way, that's a recipe for fucking disaster because this fucking social media shit that makes you think that you could fucking become a millionaire like in fucking six months and shit like that, like that's corrupting our See, minds. Bro. You have, I think a lot of us under, I think a lot of us uh, overestimate our goals of what, could, we could, what we could accomplish in a year. But I think we underestimate what we could accomplish in a decade. Right. And what that means is that we think we're the shit and that we think <laughs> we're going to lose 50 pounds in a year. And I think we're going to fucking meet our sales goals or we're going to fucking make a million in our business or we're going to fucking do this in a year. And I think we're overestimating it. But then we fucking forget that we're we underestimate what we could accomplish in a decade. Correct. In 2010, um, dude. Dude. Like, think about the person that's listening. Where were you in 2010? And where are you in 2020? A lot of us could get surprised by that. Like, uh, holy shit. In a good or in a bad way. Like, fuck, 2010, I was in a better place. Now I'm in the worst. Or I'm in the worst, and now I'm in the better. But a decade goes like 
Trivial things weren't going to pull my attention. It had to be things, weren't going to pull my attention. It had to be things that were, I had a purpose. I wanted to be one of the best basketball players to ever play. And anything else that was outside of that lane, I didn't have time for. At, at what age did that goal become crystal clear? That I, made, I made that deal with myself at 13 years old. At 13 years 13 old? 13 years old. That's you the deal I made. You were crystal clear about it? Crystal clear. And where did inspiration come from? Um, the love of the game. The love of the game, the challenge. Like, I, I would watch Magic play, I'd watch Michael play, and I would see them do these unbelievable things, and I'd say, you know, can I get to that level? I don't know, but let's find out. <laughs> so, so, this one's simple. This simple. one's easy. Find out why, yep. find out your why, and everything else doesn't matter. And that's it. Easy. If you have a purpose and you have a strong purpose and napoleon hill and thinking already calls it a def a, a, a definite purpose i don't think i don't think people are actually having the main word right there's definite mm -hmm. i think people will say i have a purpose right like we said in one of our podcasts the most the one of the most important days that you were born is when you were born. Mm -hmm. the, sorry, one of the most important days of your life is when you were born. The second most important day of your life is when you realize why, yeah. that purpose. But I think a lot of people have halfway purposes. <laughs> like, I think this is why. Or, you know what? Like, half-ass purposes. Yeah. <laughs> but to have a definite purpose to say, you know what? I am here to fucking provide jobs or I'm here to get my fucking degree. Or I am here to be the best salesperson. I am here to have financial freedom. Whatever it is, I don't think many people have definite purposes. And I think that's the word here. Like this guy at 13 years old, oh, dude. Kobe decided, who the fuck at 13 years Man. old decides that they're going to be the fucking best, best basketball best. player, right? What do you think? Dude, that's amazing. That's, fíjate, he's watching Michael Jordan. He's watching Magic Johnson. And he's thinking, can I be that great? He's thinking, fuck it. Let's find out. I mean, that's that's challenging at that young age. Como dices tú, ¿quién chingados at 13, 14 va a pensar así? It's just, and again, he wasn't born with this. It's no. because he discovered his why very young. And that, that's awesome because now he wants to become the best basketball player he could be. And look, it led to greatness. And, and it, you don't, and the people listening, if you're 50, you know what? Yeah, no, no, dude. Age has nothing to do with it. No. It's just the moment you discover your why, that's the moment of greatness. Get to work. Now, <laughs> the other part that I just want to touch on from this is that nothing else mattered. Right. 
Right. But I think we allow ourselves for everything to matter. That's that's a problem. Right? right? El que dirán. Sí. You know what? I don't want to do that because my mom wanted me to become this. Or I wanted to be a doctor. It's like, well, guess what? That was her why. <laughs> and if she's still alive and breathing, she could still fucking be a doctor. Not you. You have to find out your own why. Yeah. You have to be independent. You have to make sure that you have... You are the only one that could tell yourself what the hell you're doing in this fucking earth. And if you're breathing... Sad to say, he's not. And a lot of ancestors that we have are not. You still have a fucking purpose. Yeah. And you yeah. have to... Fu your job right now is to fucking realize what the fuck are you here on? Like, why are you here? And why is he not here anymore? <clears throat> Because how I think about it is like... I start fucking thinking to myself, why is he gone? Right. He's a way greater person than me. Doug. Why is he gone and, my, and why am I still here? He's gone because maybe he already fulfilled his purpose. And I still haven't fulfilled mine. And that's why I'm still not, I'm still not dead. That's why I'm still fucking breathing. Damn. Lesson number four for the Mamba mentality that I got. Commit fully. You said, uh, I read a quote that you said you love business as much as basketball. There's yeah. no way that's true. It's 100% true. You, there's no way. You love, I mean, basketball was your life, you, your passion, everything. You, you're telling me you love doing business as much. If you could, you know, basically snap a finger and be 25-year-old Kobe or the Kobe today, you wouldn't go back and, and keep playing basketball? No, because I've already done it. See, here's the thing. When, when I was playing and, you know, teammates would say, oh, Kobe's not out on the road, what is he doing? You see me on the plane, he's reading. What is he reading? He's writing. What is he writing? Mm -hmm. I'm practicing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm writing. I'm practicing. I'm understanding how to tell stories. I'm reading Joseph Campbell and how to create arcs, compelling arcs and plots. I'm reading that stuff. So this is going back 15 years, right? So I don't just retire, write dear basketball and luck into winning an Oscar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That stuff comes from hard work and from studying for 15 years how to write and how to organize structure right and you can't do that without having a serious love or commitment to the craft dude we, we talked about in our podcast once you're there and you ask the next question now what yeah look pinche kobe dude well like what i would get from this for people to relate is that maybe you are right now working you have a job And people, the excuse is, once I quit this job, I will be happy. Once I'm not in this relationship, I will be happy. Right. Kobe was playing basketball, and in his downtime, what was he doing? Writing, reading. Studying. studying. He, and training. He doesn't call it, he, did, he wasn't calling it just reading. He called it training. Right. He was reading Joseph Campbell, which he fucking wrote a book and, and the hero's journey. All the fucking movies, Marvel, DC, everything follows this hero's journey. Yep. He knew how to create stories psychologically so the fucking brain could adapt <laughs> to it. He's not doing it by accident uh. because everybody from the outside in, what, it, what would the regular person think when, Os when Kobe won an Oscar? 
Oh yeah, they're kissing his ass. He oh, got lucky. Got lucky. Or... It's not fucking <laughs> when he wins fucking five championships. Oh yeah, because Jordan retired, he got lucky. <laughs> he has Shaq. Always, yeah, yeah, yeah. And always there's a, there's an interview when Shaq was in. <laughs> he told him which championship was the most satisfying, and he said the one where they beat the Celtics, number five, yes, without sir. Shaq and yes, everything, because yes. that showed that he could do it without that yep. big guy or yep. whatever. 2010, I remember it was even as a fan dude like after losing to them so right good. in yeah. in 08 we lost to the Celtics we the Lakers lost to the Celtics and then in 09 they beat the Magic but it didn't taste good we, yeah, we were champions in 09 but 2010 it was a rematch of 08 Celtics I beat the Lakers in 2010 when they won against the Celtics oh it tasted so, so good so, so <laughs> what's your fucking excuse while oh, you're fucking dude. working and your day job, I could guarantee you they're trying. They they give you a fifteen minute break. Of course, they give you an hour lunch. Right. They give you a second fifteen minute break. Correct. You know. And so what's even... your fucking excuse? Because you want to change your life and you want to become better, but what the fuck are you doing with your downtime? You're not committing. You no. you might again go back to the purpose. You kind of have a half ass purpose, right. not half-ass. a definite no. one. You know, it's not burning inside right, of you. Right. It might just be like, I kind of want it. But you know what? In these 15 minutes, I think I'm going to post what the fuck I'm eating <laughs> on my social media because that's more important to me. You know, instead of fucking reading two fucking pages no shit, huh? of a good book that's yep. going to help you to reach your purpose, maybe not a year from now, but 10 years from now. Yep. Yep. How how committed people are. That's the problem, bro. That's what happens with these relationships that don't succeed that's what happened with businesses don't succeed that's what happens when people go to school to get their bachelor's or their master's they give up they're like halfway done and nah fuck it it's not for men because they're not fucking committed they're not fully committed because they're not committed you look at pasa it's easier como kobe at 11 it's easier for him to say let me go play baseball instead of soccer because this basketball shit i didn't score a point it's not gonna work out he could have easily said fuck this i'm out but no he was fully committed and two three years later Look, at 14, became the best state, the best yeah. player in the state. Number five from the Mamba mentality. And I think this is super, super important, which is to focus on one thing. Do you think one of the edge you had over everybody else was the biggest percentage of your focus was on one thing? Mm-hmm. Do you see it that way? Like that was my edge over everybody else. Uh, I do. Um, at the time, I didn't really understand that. Right. So, you know, basketball for me, was the most important thing. So everything I saw, whether it was TV shows, whether it was books I read, people I talked to, everything was done to try to learn how to become a better basketball player. Everything, everything. And so when you have that point of view, then literally the world becomes your library to help you to become better at your craft. That's simple, That's dude. Sick, dude. It's fucking simple. It's not rocket science and mamba mentality and you might think ah i can't have the mamba mentality like literally go through all the steps that we're following right now right you really have to find what the hell you want focus on that one thing and that's it everything else is just gonna be towards that one thing look at this dude like that's it like i don't care about going partying I don't care about the quinceañera. I don't give a fuck if you get mad at me. <laughs> and that's the hard part. I think that one thing, especially in the Latino community, <laughs> yeah, I know. it's a little harder because if you don't go to a fiesta, Ooh, what happens? 
No, pues qué culero, no vino, watch. cuando me invite para ir, no voy a ir, que se le quite el desgraciado. I think at this point, we don't, we're not focusing on the one thing because we're afraid of criticism first, mm -hmm. because once you're actually on this journey, it's a fucking lonely road. It is. It's a lonely road. And I think a lot of us are afraid to be alone. Yep. And if we commit to one thing of us being great, and let's say our significant other doesn't want us to be, or maybe they have different plans, or maybe my mom wants me to be something else, or maybe my friends don't want me to be this way, or maybe I just don't want to get criticized, I think we just say, you know what, fuck this road. No, no, <laughs> I, I don't want to be uncomfortable yep, because yep. it sucks. And then the other, the other side of this road is that once you're traveling on this road, Then you start getting all these other people criticizing you. It's like, ¿Quién te crees tú, güey? Like, what the fuck do you think? You And then said. apart from this lonely road is that this road is not, you're not going to get there in a week or even no. a year, like I said. It could take a you even a path. fucking decade. So what <laughs> happens when you're walking on this road for fucking, of self-development, and then five years pass by, and you still don't have the results? What ¿Qué te dije? The fucking doubt. ¿Qué te dude? dije? You start doubting yourself. All those fucking critics, they're gonna start getting to you. ¿Qué te dije? Hey, ¿ya ves? I told you, yeah, ¿ya ves? I told you, so. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? <laughs> Stop. Don't dream. Just go get a job. Sí. Like, go, go get ya yourself. hacerte pendejo, you know? Yeah, dude. That sucks. And that's like, the, the this lesson of the focus on one thing is like like the analogy of that horse on the, oh, race, yep, on the, yep. on the racetrack where they put on the fucking blinders on the side because the peripherals, you know? The peripheral vision is your fucking worst enemy. It is. Because you have, you got, you got your goal, but now you're fucking looking to the sides on who's looking at you. Yep. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> You just gotta keep going, like that fucking race, like that racehorse, you know? So that's lesson number five. Lesson number six from Kobe. Kind of take us behind uh, kind of the current with Michael. Was there ever a moment that you guys spoke that you felt like it energized you and you learned from him? Yeah, it was, well, it was crazy, man, because my favorite player was Magic growing up. Mm. And then I quickly realized my father stole all my height and I wasn't gonna be a six, nine <laughs> point guard. So I had to, you know, so look at this young guy coming up. And the thing that I marveled at wasn't the fact that he was getting to the rim and doing these fancy stuff. It was like, how is he getting to the rim? Mm. How is he doing it? Right? And you look at the footwork. You look at the fundamentals. You look at the spacing, the mm. pacing, right? And all those little things, the angles. Mm. And that's what becomes fascinating. It's like, okay, how do I get there? Right? So I started studying all those basics. Mm -hmm. And then when I came to the league, the first time I played against him, um, I won his respect because it was like, this kid's not scared of me at all. Mm -hmm. Right. And he saw Kendrick's spirit from that standpoint. Mm -hmm. And that started a relationship. And it became mm -hmm. something where it was like, you know, text him anytime, hits me right back. Mm -hmm. Questions hits me right back. And mm -hmm. we're talking all the time. What I got from that is that if you want to become a good parent, then find yourself a good parent role model. Yes, sir. You know, and it doesn't. And, and when it comes to a role model, it doesn't mean that. Like in his situation, like, yeah, he was talking, he was texting to them. Like he was texting with Jordan, you know? But a lot of my role models are not even alive. A lot of my role models I never even met. Oh, damn. They're fucking <laughs> authors of a book. They're maybe a YouTuber that actually has helped me, you know? So it doesn't have to necessarily mean, 
oh, like, fucking, I want to be like this guy. And let me fucking reach out to him. Like, get yourself some, fu- like, if you want to become success in whatever definition, then study other people that already have traveled that lonely road that we're talking about. Yep. People that already have been stoned and cru- crucified. Because that is going to show you that it is possible. Because it fucking sucks when you are the one that's making the trail. Right. But when you already see the trail that's already, and you're just following the blueprint, that's all you have to do. In my case, I didn't have to build the trail. All I had to do was look at Amazon and and study Jeff Bezos. So before I even started a website in 2012, I started in 2015, but in 2012, I started reading and listening to his interviews. I started listening to Mark Cuban and all these books of e-commerce entrepreneurs. Like I was studying success. You see, we, we talked about the 98% of the people who are regular people, you could say, and the other two are very successful. But the 98%, don't look at Jordan's footwork. They just look at the posters where he's dunking, <laughs> dunking over yeah, anyone, you know, or that that free that, that jump caster from the free throw line. They see that the glamour shot, right? But they don't look at the footwork. Footwork is where it starts. It's come to look at the trail, look at what they did, how the successes, how to get how to get there, right? Most people don't look at that. They don't look at the road. They just it's like a marathon. They they are the camera at the finish line when they're like passing out and they cross that after 26 That's a perfect point, analogy. Right? Yeah. But they don't look at mile 13 when they're ready to give up or mile 15 when he's almost throwing up or mile 18 when the ankle was hurting and can't even walk anymore. Yeah. They don't look at that. They look at the ending when they cross that finish line. This, this is a perfect one for me because when even before I knew how to build a fucking website because, dude... Like it's it's intimidating. It is. It's intimidating to learn it's anything. It's a whole other language, right, right? But one of the one of the entrepreneurs that I read their books and I listened to every interview I could and like for fucking years before I even opened, even to now, was Mark Cuban. Mm. And Mark Cuban, when he was working at a software company, like back in the eighties where nobody wanted to install their <laughs> software. Right. You know how he fucking became a billionaire? I have no idea. He started reading the fucking manuals. No way. So while they were selling software, right. all these business owners and big companies they didn't know how to install it. But mm. Mark Cuban said, "It's all in the fucking manual." No one reads. But that no shit. one fucking <laughs> reads the fucking manual. No one goes through the fucking help. Like even like in anything, even on the website, no one goes through. Oh, what's your return policy? Or how do I do this? No one. What do you do with the manual? Toss the shit out. That's what, Mark leave it Cuban alone. became a billionaire because he read the fucking manual. So when Microsoft or whoever did a fucking, like, they came up with the new software, the first thing that Mark Cuban did, he got the manual, he took it home while he was fucking living with 10 roommates. Damn, dude. You know? And, and fucking started reading manuals. Who the fuck reads manuals? No one does. But by the time when someone came and fucking said, hey, I want to buy this software, but do you know someone that could install it? I got a guy. I know the guy. It's me. So he yep. was out there fucking installing the software. And then that's when he started making money Get because he became the guy that knew how to install software. That is bad. Just for the, you guys don't know, Mike Cuban, he owns the Dallas Mavericks. He owns a basketball team among a lot of other stuff. <laughs> my manual. That's my manual right now God, is GTS. GTS. I Google love that shit. <laughs> YouTube it. If oh you don't know God. how to do something. <laughs> It's so Dude, fucking easy. Nowadays, just, ya no hay excusa, bro. 
No, no what, what I feel is that we're allowing, <laughs> like, instead of us studying success, we see the Instagram, the Lambos, and everything, uh -huh. but we don't. We are not willing to study. Nah. We are not willing to use our fucking phones to do one little fucking, like, how to become successful. And then you might see a fucking book. Hopefully the fucking Charosteca <laughs> podcast shows up there. But we are not willing to GTS anything. No, dude. Uh-uh. Uh, there's a ton of information there's a ton of fucking videos oh someone must have made it already and we are not we are not using the internet the internet is no, using correct, us correct correct and correct. that's what i got from this see mark cuban read fucking manuals and what do i what did i do i didn't know how to build a website i started reading fucking blogs and watching videos and nice. then all i kept doing is like pausing it all right cool this guy step number one said to do this all right step number two let me that's watch awesome. it stop <laughs> All right, cool. It took me fucking forever the hey, first time. Dude. But then the second time, and then the third time, like and the fourth there. time, yeah. I already knew it. Nice. And that's the thing that people are not willing to, to do, which is study success. Lesson number three that I got from the mama mentality, and this is my fucking, one of my favorites. We talk about this often, and we always talk about the fact that you can learn a lot more from the failures than you can from the successes. And you have to figure out where those landmines are and then how to best avoid those or put or help entrepreneurs and ourselves included um, figure out the clues of where those landmines are. You know, not that you're gonna avoid all of them. Right. Um, but it's also when you do step on one, figuring out, okay, how do you recuperate? How do you balance back and you know, pick yourself up? Dude. Lesson number seven, seven, learn from failure. How many oh. people, how many people give up with failure, pain? They don't, don't like it. They just rather that's do or just they can get on tirados. That's a lot of the reasons. That, that's the reason why we fall to learn you, how to I'm get a, up. Yeah, bro. an easy analogy, bro. You work with so many coworkers oh in the God. sales industry. You know, yes. How many people get terrified of the nose of and course, the rejection? Dude. And how many quit after fucking a month? Yep. A lot of people don't like it. They don't like the pain. They don't like the the fucking going through the dumpster and trying to find that shiny penny. They don't want to go through trash because sometimes we have to go through trash to find that golden coin, you know, but they're not willing to jump in the dumpster. They just want to find the coin. The people that have the worst problem with that uh, is the analytical person. Oh, dude. Yes. And that person yes. that's listening right now, dude, the person that has to have, Perfection before you launch. Done, the dude. person that has to have their eyes dotted and their teeth crossed. See. The person that has to have it perfect. The person has to have a business plan. The per before they launch a business. The person that has to fucking make sure their their dude. their breath smells good <laughs> and they're dressed. Or, oh, you know what? I'm not wearing the the correct color for me to fucking pick up on this girl. You know, <laughs> like the I'm not wearing my lucky shoes today. <laughs> and guess what ends up happening while they're thinking oh, about. All that Dude. analysis paralysis. See, andale, paralysis. They never perfect. fucking launch. No, no, they no, never launch no. that new product. No. They never fucking go say hello to that girl or guy. They never start the fucking business. There's those people that always have bomb ass ideas. Oh my god, dude! Yes. But they never do anything. And then when someone else does it, like oh. That was hey, my idea. And they get worse. They get bitter now. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> the worst thing about never <laughs> launching, never doing anything, and never learning from failures is that you never do anything. And I could guarantee you, imagine the, the, the wealthiest place in the world is a fucking cemetery. Imagine oh how many God. ideas. Imagine how many fucking... Imagine every, all the ideas that all these people have fucking died with.
Damn, bro. Imagine we could have wow. had a, something better than an iPad or an i or an iPhone. We could have like, maybe that person that could have had virtual reality ten years ago died because Oof. he was so fucking scared of failure that people were gonna judge him. Dude, now you got me thinking. How many Steve Jobs are in the cemetery that we never found out about? How many? How yeah, many dude. people listening from the fucking ten thousand listens that we get per episode? There has to be one fucking Steve Jobs. Of course. There yeah. has to be another Oprah. Another Elon Musk. There has to be See, someone right? listening to this fucking podcast that's a genius in their way. Yep. They could fucking be launching the next business, but guess what they're doing? Scared. They're scared to they launch because yep. they're afraid of failure. There's yep. And I wouldn't even, you know what? That word failure, if it's in your fucking vocabulary, get it out. I would say failure is a state of mind. It when is. you say to yourself, it's I'm like I failed. I will call it temporary defeats. Yeah. Every single time that you go through a down in your life or a funk or you fucking they reprimand you at your job <laughs> or whatever. I think that's just another way or when they tell you no, I think that's a when they someone tells you no, I think you're one step closer to the yes. Of course, of course. You just learned another way that it doesn't work. Right, right. Right? You gotta find different ways for it doesn't. Yeah, that's, that's true. Lesson number eight, <laughs> protect your dreams. Dreams is, um, they should be pure. And I think a lot of times, you know, when we're born into this world, we actually wind up going backwards. And it seems like the more we mature, uh, the more responsible our dreams become. And the more governors we put on ourselves and our ability to dream and to reimagine. And it's always a fight for us parents and, you know, and for you guys to make sure that your dreams always stay pure. And so it's not a matter of, of, um, of pushing beyond your limitations or expectations. It's really a matter of protecting your dreams, protecting your imagination. That's really the key. And when you do that, then the world just seems limitless. There's one thing, and there's a lot of stuff that can happen. Of course, no relationship is perfect. But I told my wife, if you ever, 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 ever tell me to give up on my dreams, Ooh. I am filing for divorce. <laughs> I, I love that. You know why? Because you have to protect your dream, dude. You have to protect your dream. The moment you give up your dream, that's the moment you're practically, you're dead just taking up space and, and, and air. You're right. How dare she, if she ever was to ask or my wife was to ever ask, but Dude. the people listening, how many times have you negotiated your dream ah, because sad. of somebody? Because And the worst person somebody is yourself, the person in the fucking mirror. You know what? Like, you know what? I wanted to do this, but I'll be satisfied with this. Oh, my God. <laughs> <is> so short. <laughs> negotiating it's with true, yourself. It's true. It's true. You got to fucking protect your dreams. When you're... A, when you're in a kindergarten class oh. and you ask every fucking little kid, what do you want to be? I'm going to be a fireman. What do you want to be? I'll become a doctor. What do you want to be? David, what do you want to be? My camera guy. Astronaut. That's the true. president of the United oh, yeah, States. Yeah, of course. Of Everybody, course. right? Yes, of course. That little kid goes up through the school system and that kid is 18 now. Damn. What do you want to be? You negotiate it, right? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't want to be the president. He doesn't no, want to be an astronaut no, anymore. No, And then that kid's 18. Now he's 28. Oh, my God, dude. Now what do you want to be? 
Like, uh, fuck. oh man, I, I just want to get a raise. I want to get a raise. That's I just want, number I one. I want to buy a house, maybe. Yeah. Now that little kid from 28, now he's 38. Fuck, dude. I just want to pay my bills. Yeah. You know I what? Just, I want to get the new fucking, for my three series <laughs> BMW, I want to go for the four series. <laughs> what do you want to be? Shit, I want to have 100,000 subscribers. I want to have 100,000 likes on my Instagram page. Seriously, that's, Get we're failed. negotiating. Yep. That's what I got from that. That's true. Number nine, from the Mamba mentality. <laughs> you got to push through the pain. For me, it was, it was well, kind of the perfect series playing the Celtics, you know, then beating us in 08, and then, you know, having five, I mean, we joke about that a lot, but the most important thing was beating the Celtics because of everything that they meant to this organization. And it was a tough series for me. Most people don't know this, but I had a bone spur in my ankle. And then uh, a couple games in Boston, I had to leave the game, go back in the locker room and get it injected because I could barely walk. And I had a broken finger that I was playing with. I had a cast on my right finger. And then I was having to deal with you know, Garnett, Pierce, um, Ray Allen, uh, Rondo, Rashid Watt, I mean, all these guys, and having to try to figure out how to get through that series. And so um, it was a big relief to win. First and foremost, it was a relief to win and get out of that series a lot. If I lost two to the Celtics, man, I'd, I'd been miserable. Push through the pain. <laughs> <clears throat> I have said this, and I keep saying it, I wish you motherfucking pain. Man. I wish you, <laughs> I the person listening, I want you to go through pain. <clears throat> but when you're fucking crying, don't give up. Push through. Go Damn. through the pain yeah. and keep fucking going. That's all you have to do. If you're already crying, might as well just keep going. Like, Fuck. what's the whole point of quitting? If you're already in pain, like, on the other side of your pain... It's going to be your success, yeah. whatever that is. And and so many people just, it's like a fucking tattoo. Like, <laughs> as soon as they hear, like, they feel the fucking, like, everybody wants the badass sleeve or the badass whatever. But guess what happens? Nope. Are you willing to, to endure <laughs> through that pain? No, you're not. Nope. 2% <laughs> are. That too, yeah. So if you are going through your pain, and your pain could be emotional, your pain could be mental, a lot of mental, you're going to be uh, fucking tired. Emotionally, you're going to be depressed. Yeah. The thing I would want to say in that point is that the pain is normal. The The pain that you feel that, fuck, is this really what I have to go through? The depressions, yeah. you know? The, the, the feeling that, like, fuck, the imposter part. Like, is this really for me? Yeah. Should I just go back? to my Just, regular job yeah. should i really pursue that dream that pain of you feeling like ah that is completely normal and i and i think a lot of people just see like you know what i'm going through pain i want to be comfortable instead Eesh. and the last lesson of the mamba mentality <clears throat> i don't know why but i love when people fucking talk shit about me <laughs> i love when i get criticized <laughs> And one thing, it's kind of like using that negative energy for good. Right. When someone says, Paco, you're not going to start a podcast. Paco, you're not going to start a business. Paco, you're not going to buy a property. Paco, you're not going to hit that sales goal. Paco, I you can't start a family. You can't get married. Paco, <laughs> I think as soon as that fucking you're not going to do something 
I don't know. It turns on this like switch in me, and I think a lot of people could relate. Oh, you know, where once they feel that, it's like it's like this rage of me just wanting to fucking show everybody and myself. It's like fuck that pre workout, fuck the coffee, fuck the energy drinks. Like I think you telling me that I'm not gonna do something. You know that 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 honestly comes from from being. Mexicano, Latino, that's an Aztec part of us <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a DNA, serio. Like, dude, think about it. we're we're warriors. When the hell you see a Mexican boxer giving up? Oh, like, fuck perfect no, analogy, right? Yeah, think about that, dude. Nosotros tenemos ese pincho orgullo, which is good. It pushes us to ah, vas a valer madre. Oh, look, you can't do this. Ah, no, cabrón. And I think let it me let me go you. through that because I have a oh man, you dude, you hit a point it. right here. So this is lesson number. three. 10 from that I got from the mamba, mamba mentality, which is thrive on being the outsider. Hell yeah. And I've always had some of my best performances on the road. You know, when fans boo, I absolutely love it. I thrive on it. They don't understand who I am. Not only am I comfortable being an outsider, that has become a source of motivation for me. So when I go to these places and you boo, actually comforts me (laughs) when i'm on the road that i said earlier that you're gonna be in it's a lonely road and people are gonna criticize you people are gonna try to stone you to death Mm -hmm. and then when you fail or temporary defeat that first time they're gonna try to crucify you yep i love it bro i love it when you say (laughs) you're not gonna be able to do that i thrived on it sometimes my my sales numbers were pretty, you know, just like regular. But then when my boss or somebody, a competitor, someone like a maybe coworker that was going to try to intimidate, like, oh, I could do better than you. That triggered. Doesn't me. that shit turn on a little switch in your mind? Beast mode. And, and that's the <laughs> and that's the part at the end of this Mamba mentality. And of course, the Mamba mentality is not for everyone, you know, because for my wife, she can't. Th- thrive on negative energy if, <laughs> if someone tells her something it might you know put her down Fuck. but for me if someone tells me you're not gonna accomplish this that's just a fucking switch like if you really want me to be in defeat tell me i'm gonna be the best <laughs> keep telling me i'm gonna yeah. be good keep telling me oh you're you're doing all right you're awesome that is a way for me to become average oh, but as shit. soon as you tell me oh you're not gonna do this or oh, you suck you fucking suck and blah 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 <laughs> like that is when i fucking light up i go fucking nice. super saying like bro my fucking hair turns yellow and shit i literally that's how i get <laughs> Que chingón, güey. And so, honestly, dude, uh, you, como dices tú, Paquito, take all that negative and turn that shit into a positive. And thank him at the end of the day. Like, you know, thank you. Como dijo Kobe, my best performance has been on the road. Yeah, and this is not us, you know. <laughs> We're literally just commenting and, and letting you know that the Mamba mentality is the success mentality. And it's you trying to be the best version of yourself. Of yourself in, yeah. a simple, in a simple nutshell... The Mamba mentality is you trying to be the best version of yourself. And at the end, when you look at yourself in the mirror and you know you didn't give it your all, and you know you didn't give it your all, you said, fuck, you know what, but it's fine. I'll just do it tomorrow. That little extra phone call you could be doing at the end of the day, 
or that extra little that I love you to your significant other, yeah. you know, or that hug to your son or helping you with his Jeez. homework or that extra minute you could do something in your business, you know, or maybe even waking up five minutes early so you could fucking meditate or do 20 pushups on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. there's no fucking excuse. If you are not becoming the best version of yourself, that is not the Mamba mentality. So when we talk about someone as like what Kobe was, that's how I would want to honor him or honor my, 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 my parents, honor myself, which is to be the best version of myself. And I think he gave a, a legacy. You know, like you said earlier, he's a fucking torch, not a, just a candle. He inspired many. Oh, yeah. The shit about it, the thing about lighting up candles is that flames go out. Yep. And everybody right now might be, oh, rest in peace, Kobe. But two, three weeks later, what happens? You get a lot of people when he just died that weekend, that first week, it's all you get that feeling. You start reminiscing like in your own life, right? Like, Deep. oh, my God, you start reflecting in your own life. And you're like, oh, I'm going to be different now. You know, what? I'm going to hug my kids now. I'm going to yeah. hug my wife. Yeah. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then what happens? Two weeks later. I go back to being who you were before Kobe passed away. <laughs> right? It's true. There are certain people, and, and he gave something. He gave this mentality, and these are the 10 lessons. Number one, outwork everyone. Nice. Be the hardest worker in the room. Number two, be a long-term thinker. Number three, have a strong purpose. Number four, commit fully. Number five, focus on one thing. Right. Number six, study success. Seven, learn from failure. Eight, protect your dreams. Nine, push through the pain. And ten, thrive on being the outsider. Nice. If you had to choose one, which one would be your favorite? I, I, I think, dude, all of them are so good. But I think my number one, it's going to be commit fully. Why? The reason why is because if I'm not committed to something... Why even get started with that something? You know, either I'm in another way or don't even start, dude. Just, just get out of it before you even begin. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's good. That's a good one. And for me, it's learn from failure. Yeah. For me, yo soy bien bruto. <laughs> in a in a way where I ask for forgiveness instead of permission. Okay, let's you get know. <laughs> I make more mistakes than a lot of people would make. In relationship, in business, trust me, <laughs> in everything. But I don't make the same same mistake twice. You're reminding me of Edison, how you discover the whole light the bulb. Light bulb. 10,000 ways on how not to get it done right. And I right. don't get faced. That's why <laughs> Learn From Failure is my favorite because I don't get faced. Uh, 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 I just feel like if, 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 if I... Like if I was trying to figure a puzzle, right. I just would figure out a lot of ways that didn't work until I find that one way that it did. <laughs> right, Le encuentro right. el ángulo, you know. <laughs> and there's an ángulo for everything you oh, do yeah. in life. Oh, yeah, yeah, you just is. have to find it. Right, right. And don't get depressed and sad and throw in the <laughs> towel and be like, "Oh, this is not for me." Right. You just haven't found el ángulo. <laughs> <laughs> so, so to the person listening, I, I and, and I know this is a little longer podcast, but hey, man. 10 lessons that I got from the Mamba mentality. This is how we, I wanted to honor the Black Mamba, number eight, number 24. Oh, you man. know, the Laker legend, 
and the tragedy of 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 a daughter that that passed away i hope that you like i and conrad got one of those 10 and start with that you know Mm -hmm. i hope that when you see that number eight the number 24 that purple and gold or when you see the next kobe video or when you see something related to kobe you just don't see the three-pointer that he did to yeah, win the nah. game. That you just don't see that he got the trophy, the Oscar, or the fucking five rings. I hope that you think of one of these ten lessons. Because that's how you could keep the fucking torch alive. Yes, yes. Not it, just by, oh, let me hit like and comment on his fucking, oh my God, it's so cute. Look, at, like I'm just going to double tap. So I'm supporting Kobe. No. When you... Th- think of that number eight to 24 you wear his jersey or you fucking see anything pick and choose whichever one of these 10 lessons and apply it to your life yeah that's how you could really honor and fucking continue with that torch that flame because that lesson you could pass it to a next generation yeah yeah you know it's it's, if you're not even a basketball fan again this episode has nothing to do with basketball if you take these 10 lessons that kobe left us as a mama mentality Apply them in anything, anything, yeah. baking, uh, you name it. It it works. Yeah, every single. Well, I item. hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. And man, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Mamba out. Out.